Hi guys, how are we doing? Hope we are safe and sound and um we are good. My name is Omolola, your anchor for all about God with Lola. Um thank you guys for listening today. Thank you for um going to the link, clicking on the link and listening right now. Because it takes, like I used to say, it takes a, a whole lot of a discipline for you to keep doing something over and over and over and over again. And you clicking the link almost every week, listening to the podcast and getting something. It's it, it's um, it's not easy actually. It's really really not easy. So um, I will go right in into it. Okay. So last week we talked about resting. Talked about resting, resting in the Lord, and we talked about the meaning of resting. I'm really so sorry about um, my background. That's on just sometimes the um, I'm not just in a good environment to put, to do a podcast, but just that I just need to do it because as God is teaching you, He's also teaching me, and this is like a a, a commitment this is like it's my service to god so it's not something i can ignore and just decide that i'm not going to do it i could have just said i'll do it later in the day but i know that there's likelihood that i am and the probability that i might not do it and i'll start to postpone it to tomorrow i really don't like that so i'm really sorry for my background and i hope it will not disturb you from hearing what i'm the message for today so I said last week we talked about resting in the Lord, the meaning of resting, the root word, what it actually means to rest in the Lord. And I think I finished everything with um okay no, I, I talked about uh, requirements for resting in the Lord that it has to it requires some things for you to say that you are actually resting in the Lord. And I talked about faith, trust, and confidence. Then the last thing I talked about was how to rest in the Lord, like the different ways you can rest in the Lord. Um praise and worship reading god's words focusing on god know that the past is not yours of the lord then read god's words prayer use affirmation the use of affirmation a lot of us don't do it funny thing i actually don't do it but just now like oh this is something i actually need to do more often you are affirmating that um that um this and this and what God has said about you, it, it gives you a, some level of confidence. It it gives you hope. That's one thing that I I, I understand about an affirmation. You can decide to get um, a board, paste it on your board. You can decide to just put it on your screensaver. I think that's more um, technology advanced. Like just put in your maybe if you have an affirmation for each week, you can just put it on your screensaver. Or your wallpaper then you, you know those people that used to paste some things on their wall you can do they can do that too that once you wake up in the morning you see it once you put on your phone you see it and you confess it that's an easy way to do affirmation actually so that's that for last week and if you were not opportune to listen to last week's um podcast please you can go back and listen to it just go to um the main page, the home page of All About God, uh, it's All About God, All About God, 
you see different messages that we've um that i've dropped that god has inspired me to drop then you can um listen to any one of them and you'll be blessed so this topic is um funny how um i i wanted to do something else for today and up to some minutes to recording the message I received something as I changed my mind and I had to just follow what God wants to tell us, what God wants to um, to inform his people today. So I was actually thinking of um, just um, talking, talking about different topics today. But after praying to start, I received something else. I just had to like sit down and start scribbling what God wanted us to learn today. So, today is a, it's a, it is an, it's a very unusual um, topic. It's actually a very unusual topic that I didn't actually think that I was going to talk about. That's a funny thing. But I think God wants us to know it. But as the fact that it's unusual, it also shows that it is something that is actually really, really important to us as Christians. Some, there are things we need to know. Christianity, that it has a lot of um, embodiment. There are things we actually need to know. But, but the fact that it actually has some a lot of embodiment, there are still some things that, um, some um, core, core principles, some uh, key factor that you need to focus on. And what's that? God. You need to focus on God. That's just the whole essence of Christianity. It's just God. God. Whatever you are doing that is outside God is wrong. The fact that God is not involved in it, it is wrong. So, we're going to be talking about our topic for today is um, relationship. Let me just say, let me just um, um, let me go, let me just spell it out. Okay, relationship or an affair is a column. What best, what best describes your intimacy with God? What best describe your intimacy with God? I know, I know a lot of people will be saying that, okay, why, is, um, why, why, why do I put all in between relationship and affair? I would explain why when I'm explaining the differences between relationship and affair. So there's a difference between being in a relationship with God and being in an affair with God. I know you, uh, uh, the word affair is like used with uh, this um, married people when somebody is married to somebody and is actually having an affair with somebody else. Uh, we call it um, like adultery. That's what we call it. And um, if that word is, is uh, associated with things like that. But yeah, we are associating with relationship with God. So being in a relationship with God means god is involved in all aspects please if you are writing all, all aspects of your life please if you are writing that down you can write the all in capital letter or you can put um, um just make sure of something to show that this all is very very important so having a being in relationship with god means god is involved in all aspects of your life that means you have totally submitted out to him you totally submitted you are totally submitted to him he has taken charge of everything that concerns you 
and the greatest of all them all, all of these things i've said is that he knows you does god know you that is one important question that we actually really need to sit down and ask ourselves it's not a matter of um, another person here it's a matter of you does he know you is he conscious of you because a lot of us i think i talked about it in a particular topic i called a um, perfect christians perfect christians and um i said i said a lot of us um christians we call ourselves christian but god actually doesn't know us we're just some regular church goer some regular just go to church that's what we, that, that's what we that's what we term christianity so i said the most important of all this is that does he know you Knowing God has to do with your personal intimacy with God. You have to have a personal intimacy with God. And personal intimacy with God means that your quiet time has to be um has to be top notch. It has to be um on point. Now when I say top notch, I'm, I'm not saying that um, every time you come to God, every time you the quiet time, God must speak to you. God must do this, God must check in, all those things that we, all those um, standards that we used to, um, at, we are that we Christians attached to things that, that gives us pr- uh, pressure, that makes you feel as if um, probably God is not listening to us, probably God is angry with us, different, different things that we just attached. So when I say to our, our quiet time, that means you regularly, daily spend time with God. That, this is one of the hardest things to do in, um, as a Christian, let's just be let's just be um I would I would have said that um I would, I would have said that um if you love somebody you should be able you should be able to do things for the person easily. But when it comes to this, let me I I I you know I try to be um I I want to be realistic with every one of us because um I'm, it's an assignment and I need to do it right. So, you love God quite alright, but sometimes a lot of us find it hard to separate time for God. A lot of us find it hard to um to live probably one hour, two hours, thirty minutes for God. Some people find it hard to like to pray in the morning. It's a, it is as it is as bad as that. So um, the only way God can know you. Is your personal devotion to him? Is your personal fellowship with him? So um, you know, I, if you notice something, I really don't always start with Bible verses. But this is what this is what I noticed actually. It's not as if it's deliberate. Sometimes it can be deliberate actually. But I noticed that sometimes I, I I prefer talking. I prefer saying some things about what, the message before I. I check by before we read Bible verses because I feel as if it I, I, I feel it sets the tone to whatever I'm iterating on. So let's open our Bible to um look. I'm really sorry for the background there, but I just I really I really really need to just uh, do this before I forget. I tend to forget things sometimes. Luke 10 17. Wait, sorry. Luke 10 27, sorry. So the man answered. Um you could I think it is a story of I'm coming. 
I'm coming. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's just go the right so we don't waste time. Jesus, um, for uh, please, when you are reading this, please start from uh, the beginning of Luke 10. So, um, the man answered, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. If you say you love somebody, these are the requirements. Love God. Love your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, and all your mind. So, loving God with your strength, it has to, uh, loving God with your strength, with what you can do, your waking up, having, um, 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 having a um, relationship with Him, having a quiet time with Him. Um, oh, a quiet time doesn't necessarily have to be early in the morning. It can be later in the day, whenever you are less busy. But the reason why a lot of uh, we uh, it is being advised to do quiet time in the morning is because at that point in time there is less noise, there is less disturbance. You tend to if God is actually talking, if God is talking to you, you tend to yeah, you are not distracted by a lot of things. That is the reason why a lot of us, a lot of people, wake up in the early in the morning to have a quiet time. It's it's it is more of your choosing actually. It's what be- works best for you. That's what you should follow. Don't follow that. Hey, Uncle James is doing um, his quiet time. Uncle James says that he does his quiet time um, at night. So let me do my one at night. Uncle James said he does his own at this is so time. Let me do my one at this is so time. That is when God speaks. No, God speaks every time, at all times. So, 30 minutes. Ah. So now let's talk about. Um, being in an affair with God. This means that God is involved in some aspect of your life. Please underline that some. Or just write it in capital letter. In some aspect of your life. That means you are not totally submissive. You only submit some issues and the remaining you think you can undo it. Your personal intimacy with God is nothing to write home about. It is next to nothing. Then you only come to God or talk to God when you need something. So that means that you only have quiet and when uh, maybe your rent is due, when you need this bag, when you need this shoe, when you need to pay your school fees, when you need to um, pay money for this, when you need a victory over something, when you need a promotion. So that now your relationship with God is now uh, uh, buying and selling. Now becomes buying and selling. I think I've actually clarified the the, uh, the differences between relationship with God and um, an affair with God, so you understand it better now. A relationship with God requires sacrifice, and when I talk about don't talk about sacrifice, I'm not saying killing your skilling. Now, um, in the olden days, I think I've said this one time that um, if you commit a sin. Or you you want to show that God is uh, you want to be um, I would like you want to um, appreciate God you want to do different things for God blood has to be shed uh, you know um, okay quite all right that when you partic- when you sin in the olden days um, you have to kill probably a dove some animals has to be killed there has to be shedding of blood. That also we could read we read in the Bible that different men of God actually offered offering. 
Do you remember that Abraham, where God told Abraham to offer his only son? That's a sacrifice. Now, you know, we are under, um, um, how will I put it now? There's a word we used to use for this thing. We are under, we're no, no more under the law. Sure, you get Christ actually came to take away our sins and her. The issue of sacrifice was abolished. Let me just use the word abolished. But it's no longer functioning. It's no longer applicable. That's the right word. Now, when, when I said uh, your, a relationship with God requires sacrifice, it means that um, it requires your time, your money, your sleep. It requires leaving some friends, leaving some people. It's not as if you don't love them. But the fact that they might actually affect your relationship with god it might be friends of bad characters it might be um, uh, people that push you to do some things that you're not supposed to do that affects your uh, relationship with god that might affect your relationship with god you turn your back from them so when i say time you know it's not easy actually waking in the morning on sunday and say you're going to church that's when you're, your time it's important waking up in the morning and say you are doing quiet time that time you could have just used to use it to just go to YouTube, go to Instagram, go to Twitter, go to WhatsApp, chat with people. But you drop that down. I know that having a relationship with God is core, is important. Then you decide to have a relationship with God. You decide to spend time with Him. Because how do you say you want to know somebody without spending time with the person? It's not possible. Then your money in terms of offering giving out your tithes sleep um you have to sacrifice your sleep some people wake up in the middle of night to pray some people wake up in the middle of night to have their quiet time so i said relationship with god requires sacrifice and also does does what it requires selflessness there's no selfishness in the kingdom of god people you have to be selfless that sometimes God would inform you, uh, instruct you to do some things that, some selfless things that are like, how am I not going to like gain from this thing? What am I gaining from this thing? So, um, I hope you understand that. Then, a fear also means having a transactional relationship with God. You know, I said that you only come to God when you need something. It becomes a buying and selling. Definitely is not transactional. God, I need to get the new shoe. Then you pray. When God does the, when God provides the new shoe, then you turn your back. When you go back to go and do whatever you, you used to do. God, I need a promotion. When God grants promotion, you go back because you know that God is ever ready to help you. So because of that, you are using God. How do you say you love somebody that you're using the person? That is not love. So, um, having an affair with God starts in the mind, in our thoughts. The reason why I said this is because uh, the moment you think of what you stand to get with God, the moment what you think of what you start to get gain in the relationship, it becomes an affair. That's just a pure truth. So, this, this is the like this is one way you can use to check whether you actually have a relationship with god or it's an affair are you going are you going towards uh um, um if i 
start talking to God regularly if I do that, God will be blessing me. People will know that I'm, I'm this, I will be rich, I will be that. That's definitely what you are having, what you are doing is an affair, not no more a relationship. So please let's check that. So a relationship with God will always cost you. Like I said, it is sacrificial and it is selfless. It requires sacrifice and selflessness. So a relationship with God will always cost you something. It might cost you some friends. It might cost you money. It might cost you time. It might, it might, it might cost you a change in direction totally. It might cost a change in your lifestyle. So, um, if it is not costing you anything, it's not a relationship. That's another way you should use to check whether you're actually having. I didn't just put um, a, a subtopic on it, but what I just said, the one I talked about um, thinking, if you think that you're, you're, you start to get something that is an affair, you can use that to check. Then when I talk about relationship, that if it's not costing you anything, it's not a relationship. Then, a lot of us com- com- confuse the two things together. Like what I meant that we we think relationship with God and affair, or we just we just categorize both of them to the same thing. It's actually not the same thing. There's a difference between relationship with God and having an affair with God. So we all need to be realistic about our closeness with closeness with God. Sit down. Check yourself. Check in time past. How you relate with God. Is it when you need something, that's when you come to God? Is it when uh, something is wrong, that's when you come to God? Or probably you're always there every day. Are you there every day to talk to, 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 um, talk to God? You know, there's sometimes that in a day, we might not actually have time to talk to God, like, but in, a, in your heart, you know, in your heart, you know, ah, God, I know that I did not do this. You can decide to pray. You can just decide, like, um, how would I put it now? You might actually not have it, have time that day to talk to God, to do your usual time. Your, but what is the um, situation of your heart at that point in time? Are you happy that you are not doing it? So, um... So ask yourself if it is a relationship or an affair with God. Be realistic about it. You only you knows know what you are doing. Like how will I put it? Only you knows uh, knows your knows uh, the level of your relationship with God. Only you can describe um, your intimacy with God. Nobody can do that for you. The only way to have a relationship with God is to know Him. I think I've said this. Is to know Him. There are no two ways to this. Uh, so you, when you can open your Bible to John three sixteen, we know that popular verse. Then also John seventeen verse three. Let me just quickly read that because um, time is going. Funny how um, it seems now at this um, the podcast with the podcast before the one before the next one is going to be shorter than the next one the next one is going to be shorter than the next one it seems <laughs> it's really so funny um let's open to john 
17 verse 3 chai john 17 verse 3 okay and this is the way to have eternal life there's an hyphen there to know you the comma the only true god comma and jesus christ the one you sent to heads that is the only way to know god you know i said to have a relationship with god you need to know him and to know him you have to know god and you have to know christ capish so uh, i'll be ending with this your personal communion with god needs to be intact you need to want you need to want to spend time with god it's it um your relationship with god now becomes a a want not a need i think i just the only way to explain that is just that you need oh sorry i think i just miss i i misinterpret that that part so i'm really sorry for that you need to want to spend time with god now it is it's like you want it like i, I would like no i don't want to use the word need and want but it's something that is so much important that you feel as if without doing it you are not complete that, let me just use that the word the word need that you just want to you just want to do it it is part of you so you need to want to spend time with god so that you will not have an affair with god and um You can open to first John two verse twenty seven. Do not settle for an affair with God. It is important. Do not settle for an affair with God. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm really sorry. It's already going twenty six minutes. I'm really, really, really sorry because my plan is actually short, short, but it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. I'm really sorry. But I hope you were able to learn something and I pray that the Holy Spirit will expansiate what you've learned today and explain better to you and show you in area areas where you have been having an affair with God. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.